Gentlemen, let's broaden our minds. Lawrence. Hello and welcome to episode 70 of the Films and Swearing Movie Podcast. I am your host, Stu, and joining me today, again this week, is one half, maybe the better half, of Mass Movie Side UK, Trevor. Hello, hello Films and Swearing listeners, and hello host Stuart. Yep. Um, Aye, so obviously, like, you've heard Trevor on last week's episode, but everyone will remember him and Smithy from... The infamous Jaws episode. Yes. And uh, the the highly downloaded uh, Shining episode. Uh-huh. I made it into our top five most downloaded episode from last year. Sweet. Uh, so I will sing This is going to be fucking number. This is going to be Top Gun download <laughs> this motherfucker right here. <laughs> so it, every each and every week we watch one film. We build it up. We break it down. We look at the facts. We look at the figures. But first, we're going to talk about what's new. Although there's nothing really new, <laughs> but I thought this is the best time to tackle on a subject like that. Kind of boils my blood, doesn't it? Ooh, Stuart, you're so passive aggressive. It scares me. Yep. Um, knowing you outside of podcasting, mm-hmm. um, so anything that anything that boils your blood is going to terrify me. To be honest. Well, I, I thought we could have a little pro and con debate on the remake of Ghostbusters. Okay. What's boiling your blood about that, though, Smith? Um, I'm going to smash you. Because I'm not used to being angry at everyone. Sorry. Um, What's boiling your blood, Stu? I'm more angry at the, like, the amount of hate it's getting. Um, like, it might okay. just be in the sense that like photos have been getting shared and then it's just seeing these comments like coming up after it, like, I hate this. Why, like, obviously, a lot of people are like, why are they doing this? And... Mm. Uh, it's not so much why why is it why are the women doing this movie? Like I think it would still be getting the same amount of grief if it was four blokes. I think it would get less if it was four blokes. To be honest, although I guess like there's supposedly now is that there is a an all male Ghostbusters and an all female. Ah, I I don't know. You've got this whole society now is where and. Kind of wearing anywhere. Like if you watch adverts and you watch sitcoms, where is there like a positive heterosexual male role model for kids? Mm-hmm. And like in any sitcom, it's always got the fucking goofy dad. Or again, even like watching The Simpsons, that's they're fucking both done their heads, both Peter Griffin mm-hmm. and Homer Simpson. Um, look back at Ghostbusters, either they were done their heads, but. Fucking saved the world. That's what they were there for. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. It's just I think maybe we're, we're kind of we've got our superheroes, but you've got to have your token lady in there. Um, and maybe Ghostbusters just is kind of falling into that category now, where then it's all about women and women are really positive. I we know that, but you can be positive with men as well. You know, mm-hmm. um, Janine Melnitz wasn't overly super eye candy, but they've got to have fucking Thor as their their secretary. <laughs> maybe they'll dress them down to be like a really geeky bookwormish Thor like you know how it's always the, the ugly girl in class until she takes off her glasses and lets <laughs> down her hair so you have like the glasses on and takes out like, a man bun wanker <laughs> and just shakes off his man bun it's like boom and his clothes like his top just falls off like 
I think well, I think we both kind of got like a wee secret crush on Kirsten, uh, Kirsten Week, Kristen, Kristen Week. Um, crushing her that much, I don't know her name. Um, but I think she's uh, really, really tidy. Mm-hmm. Um, it does one of the very few females that make me laugh. There we go. I've probably alienated I'd, your female listenership by saying that. I don't have a female listenership, I believe. Okay, but <laughs> I don't. I really don't find women that funny. Whereas. She actually makes me laugh. Mm-hmm. One of the few women that do. That um, was always one of these things that I've explained to my wife that um, there's crushes on Tina Fey and Kristen Wiig, and the whole and she's like, really? Is that I? And like, you could have sex, and then she could tell me funny stories afterwards. What what could be better than that? That's pretty good. Huh? <laughs> she could blow me and then tell me stories. Like, like, tell me a story. <laughs> make me laugh <laughs> and then make sweet love to me um, but as one of those unne- it's kind of unnecessary to remake it mm-hmm. like the reaction that the internet has that I'm seeing a lot of people having at the moment is as if they're remaking the Ghostbusters and say it, it's Sony that's making it and the producers at Sony are going to be coming into your house they're going to be collecting your copies of Ghostbusters taking them out into the field and they're burning them, then you will each be issued a copy of the all-female Ghostbusters movie. This is what people are acting like. It's like, mm. no, they're replaced... Like, as as if they're replacing it. Like, Dan Aykroyd, Bill Murray, they're all being lined up and shoved into a ditch. Like, shot the they are the just... will be taken off planet Earth. All of every other... Like, any note of a male... Ghostbuster movie and this is your replacement and you will like it and this will be all you have from now on mm. like relax you like sure you're angry about this one but you still have that original one you're oh, uh, like, you're okay it's still there I mean, relax look at, uh, what's Paul Feige um, his kind of re- I was going to say resume um, but his CV is kind of all stuff like bridesmaids and mm-hmm. it looks like it's probably just going to be bridesmaids with proton packs on and Yes, I, I could see it in that sense, like, but for some reason, part of me thinks that like we could be pleasantly surprised by it. Like, I, I it's probably going to burn. Oh, it will easily make its money because like there will be people that will like appreciate those characters. They'll go see. Well, I mean, those actresses mm-hmm. uh, because Kate McKinnon. Uh, it's not Leslie Jones. Uh, Leslie Jones. Uh, like the seven foot black woman mm-hmm. and Kristen Wegg and Melissa McCarthy like the first three are all like have been or are currently Saturday Night Live performers mm-hmm. and like Leslie I'm going to say Leslie Jones that like she is actually funny as hell like and her sketches always seem to be the most controversial where, right. because she is like a seven foot black woman and she's like not a lot of men date me because I'm seven foot and I'm black and it's like I could bench press like any guy I date. It's like I'm more masculine than them. It's like mm. in the olden days, like everyone would have been all over me. Like strong black woman, think all the cotton I could pick. Like she was saying all this shit. It's like like people would be bidding on me. It's like like I would. I'm a stud. And then uh. fuck would go. Oh, why she like glorifying like slavery? And she's no. She just uh. like her amazing comic time and and it's kind of oh man, you can't fucking. Slag off the crazy liberals, man. I can't do that. <laughs> it's a fucking black woman. Fucking hell. Can't have that. Mm-hmm. Oh, and Kate McKinnon's quite good as well. She, I think she is Australian originally. Mm-hmm. 
but she's got this great comic timing and just has these freaky facial expressions in some scenes where like like how I could get made to feel uneasy around certain people mm-hmm. like that appear in my work like she could just does this look and it's just like eh stop it stop it <laughs> <laughs> so like I could only see like positive things coming out of this movie uh, sure like there's gotta be people that's like eh, no I'll leave wait, it alone. I'll, I'll wait for this but that's it the, the amount of hate that people are kind of showing them out for still images I think everyone's gonna suffer a stroke when a trailer's released Quite possibly. There will like, be just like... Oh, no, well, maybe that's the thing. All the haters will, will be in a coma by the time it's released. Yeah. Like, I mean, like, I just think by the looks of it, the, the outfits look a bit guff. Um, and Ecto-1 looks terrible. I, that's the only negative see, thing I've said about it. I can see Ecto-1 anything shit. wrong. Like, just, is this just pale in comparison of the original? Oh, totally. Ah. Right. It's kind of like taking... Does it, it look a Batmobile and making it look a bit shitter? It, it's I, so synonymous with the original. Um, and it looks like it's going to go down, oh, well, oh man, we've only got this amount of money left. So, so I went and bought this hearse, and that's what they've done. It They've converted like an old hearse again. I, but even if they'd kind of just kept the original Ecto-1, I don't think people would have been as mad. Or you might have had the purists that were like, fucking, they've basically pissed on the original Ecto-1 by having it in this fucking film. Because so, I was trying to look like the the model of the car is a little different. Mm. Like I, I do remember the Ecto one kind of have more curves. Like it seemed like more round. It that was more of a fifties, sixties. So I can kind of see what they've done. If this is going to be set modern day, mm-hmm. that looks possibly circa nineteen nineties. Then back that's in the eighties. These are the 60s. people. They're not going to, like in the movie. These people, these Ghostbusters, don't have the funding. They'll need to have a swanky. Ghost, but like Ecto One, mm. they've got on the car for the scrappy. They've got their gear on top. Like it's not supposed to be the fucking helicarrier from the Avengers. Ah, no, I think, well that was the yeah. the whole purpose. Well, that's kind of what it was about the first one as well. Exactly, was, everyone was cobbled together. The disused and, fire firehouse, yeah, and the, things like that. Fucking like the the Cadillac that came in just reeked a fucking black reek. Right. Right. Scottish word for smoke anyone um, <laughs> so, so the only thing I can imagine now is the next uh, Ghostbusters headquarters will probably be like a building above a subway like sandwich store and they'll have to go in and out of the sandwich store <laughs> like just a nice little slice of advertising in there and equal internet hate probably aye I like the back of the Starbucks like Melissa McCarthy's always the last one to get out because she stops and gets a quick sub quickly eats fresh <laughs> like what? what the subway, I, does, does the subway have a stake in this? By any <laughs> Sony and Subway, maybe. Like, what I would love for this film to be is right. Ghostbusters, that's great. The cast, that's great. If it has the sense of humor of like the Twenty One Jump Street films with like remakes, yeah, if it had yeah. like that where it pokes fun at itself and like it has a serious but funny. Although this will be diluted, this will most likely be a twelve. Oh god, uh, I. There's no doubt. Like, fact. Why would, it would not be a fifteen? But then, looking at how genders are looked at, and I suppose maybe they might bring out a line of toys for for girls for it because I couldn't see there will be a collectible aspect to this. There's got to be that. But then, if it's going to be a twelve A, there's got to be the the non collectible kind of basic toys that ten year old girls are going to play with. Yeah. So it's probably going to get merchandised to fuck as well. Aye. So, but that could be a positive role, role mm-hmm. model thing for girls, where we can go out and we can bust ghosts to 
Look yep. at them buns on Chris Hemsworth. Mm. Aye. But that's it. It'll probably get to like this strange time where people will look and say, man, I would totally fuck the Ghostbusters. I, I, I don't <laughs> think I've ever needed to say that before, but ah, he just threw me in there. Well, I would. It, it looks like um, Kirsten's, well, Kristen is going to be the female equivalent of Venkman. So the personality of Bill Murray and her looks... Uh, yeah, I'm just going to get divorced. And <laughs> but she's not real to her. She is in my mind. <laughs> so aye, we're, we're probably giving Ghostbusters enough lip service. But yeah. oh, my advice for the internet, like I don't want to say internet haters, but just for the people that are hating on this remake, just just relax. <laughs> just they are not doing in. anything to the original Ghostbusters. Passive aggressive. You stuff. are fine. I, I just don't want anyone it. to have a stroke. That's it. Because they- like. That's usually just built up of stress and just negative, like negativity. Mm. Built up like in our line of work, I feel that worried about our workmates so often. <laughs> like, just chill, relax. Calm down, it's okay. They're making a new Ghostbusters. <laughs> what? Like, oh fuck! <laughs> it's okay. This is all women. Uh, oh, that's fine then. <laughs> all right, man. Go for your tea. <laughs> right. So uh, today we are going to be talking about Top Gun. <laughs> That is Trevor singing one of like the two Ghostbusters, Ghostbusters uh, Top Gun songs. <laughs> if you have not seen Top Gun, I know there's probably three people that haven't, and it's now just the two because I have now seen it. Yes. Um, please, please. The other one be Andy, I think he's not seen it yet. <laughs> <laughs> Who knows? But this is a failed attempt of a spoiler warning. There is the volume raised on my phone. Wow, there we go. There we go. Is, it, is that some kind of non-metal that you're listening to? Or? It is actually an underused wrestler's theme song. Oh, okay. <laughs> so that was a little... <laughs> behind the curtain. Couldn't eh? help yourself. Uh, um, I keep feeling it's still on, but it's not. Uh, aye, so... I thought you were going to play someone from this film. I, I know. was waiting for like fucking Kenny Loggins to kick in and like that. Fucking, this is the best thing ever. We now just have a generic spoiler okay. theme. But... If anything, if I do go to the proper efforts, this film, this film, this podcast will end with the same credits music. Just, just fucking proper eighties action music. If you play the Berlin one, I'm going to write to your podcast and complain. It has to be a Kenny Loggins song. Has to be. So yes, uh, the movie is directed by Tony Scott, the the late Tony Scott. Uh, Scrolling down the page, film stars Tom Cruise as Maverick. Kelly McGillis as Charlie, Val Kilmer as Iceman, Anthony Edwards as Goose, Tom Skerritt as Viper, Michael Ironside as Jester. <laughs> just the names get weirder and weirder. They don't, it just compare them better. Tom Skerritt, Michael Ironside. John Stockwell as Cougar. <laughs> Barry Tubb. <laughs> Aye, Barry for the broom. Uh, as Wolfman. Uh, Rick Rosovich Fucking Slider. And our episode connector, Tim Robbins as Merlin. Fucking Merlin. Like that guy that's in the last ten minutes. Aye, him. Aye, he's in like the first five and the last ten. Fucking useless. Trevor, cunt. settle pal. Sorry. Tell me, what happens in Top Gun? Uh, Top Gun is the story about Pete Maverick. What's his surname again? Angelese Pete. Pete Coolman. Aye. Pete Maverick Coolman. Um, and his story about how he goes to join the best of the best of the best at Top Gun. Um, fucking amazing. Will, will it take your breath away? More than that. I just, it's metal under tension, begging me to touch and go. Oh, it's, I, the danger zone, Steve. Mm-hmm. It's fucking yes. 
So yeah, he goes to goes to Top Gun, um, and it's basically like his little story about how he gets rid of his demons. Aye, filthy demons. <laughs> Aye. So my the note is Danger Zone, just because like, that's that song. Um, another one is <laughs> what's that bald cunt from? <laughs> I've oh, seen it for someone. How dare you call Mr. Strickland a bald cunt? That's it. You, right. Look, Stuart, your body is right in ego. Your body's, oh no, your body's right in, no wait a minute, your ego's right in checks that your body can't cash. Yes. Oh, so Are you just going to talk dead. to me in quotations? I am, because this is so fucking badly written, it's brilliant. It is just, I've, I have kind of summed this up in a, kind of like a small review. If this film was a bloke, he'd be all about the birds, but if he was out with gay guys, he'd be getting a handy by 2am. This is what this film is fucking all about. Because <laughs> you've got all these boys that are like double hard and that, when they go out with like gay books, oh, was the lady gay? Then, talking to gay friends, this is what it's like, then they end up, ah, then ended up sucking them off. You're like, what? <laughs> so this is what this film is. It's basically just a the most time. homoerotic bit of cinema Mm-hmm. You will ever have the pleasure of fucking watching. <laughs> this is so it's so bad. It's fucking amazing. Mm-hmm. Now this was eighty six, I think. I think it was. Um, I, I, like obviously this is quite early in the career of Tom Cruise. Uh, but it was just funny just to see how rough around the edges he was. Like maybe his original teeth. I was just going to say, he brow. doesn't look that rough around the edges as such. It's he's not as polished as he is nowadays. Here isn't as polished. He hasn't Aye. changed. It's like except he's he just he does he looks nineteen, and that's probably the big thing. Was like he's Pete Maverick Mitchell, man. Fuck, <laughs> doesn't need fucking amazing teeth. Uh, so I like we get like this overconfidence to begin with. Like it, it, it feels like it should be the tale of like super cool. Horrible accident. Now he just try. He just, just can't get back in the cockpit. The plane that happens later though. Aye, later, man. So like, we find out that there is a next level to all this fighter jet. There is this Top Gun squad. Oh yes. And, like they get in because the other boy quit. Mm. So was it right? Fair enough. Basically, but, his pal Arnie had a car that went fucking raj. <laughs> and then he was like, I'm going to be a fighter pilot. And then had a flashback to having to crush this car. And he's like, I can't do it, I can't do it. And then Tim Robbins is like, I'm going to prison. He's like, I'm going to have to go to prison in that. And shit hands. Mm-hmm. Throws his wings at fucking Strickland. Gives him a tardy slip. Fucking tells him, fuck off. Sorry. And Don Cruz is just like, I'm just that wild, of course, I'll be in the Top Gun class. Ah, he's like, he just kinsies that kid. He's like, he's so, like you're saying, he's bristling with confidence. He's like, mm. just pulls his Can't negative, aye, negative G manoeuvre and Goose is like, damn, foot in I'll, I'll hang on these coattails happily. Aye, aye, he's like, you've got the talent, clearly, but, you know, I'll get there as well. Aye. <laughs> <laughs> um, so it's when, like, they, they get introduced to that class and we, we get to see, like, outside of, like, the finest 80s hair. Oh, it's just... Like, it's... that could deflect bullets... If you had to, if somebody says, "Can you sum up the eighties to me in a film?" Mm-hmm. There you go. Aye, that's exactly could what it probably is. Probably be it. I'd, I would have to have a look at the list and narrow it down, but that could like again. This is my first viewing of Top mm. Gun, so it's never had like that thick nostalgia ah. grip of like seeing it as a kid and repeated viewings. That's, I've probably seen more of this movie in parodies than anything else. I mean, well, that kind of says it all itself. Like, if... For the fact that it's. 
it has been uh, paradised. I've been just parried to like the nth degree. Mm-hmm. Um, no matter kind of any sort of scene you could pick, and that's been parodied. The entire thing's been parodied by Hot Shots. Exactly. Um, and I mean, it, it covers everything really. You've got like the Reaganite kind of era that where like the military industrial complex is coming in. Um, riding a bit on a bike with no helmet. It's just it does it encapsulates this whole. Reaganism, Reaganite sort of way that um, it was all going. It was always about striving to be the best of the best of the best, and kind of everybody's got the best of shit. Mm. It's a bit like this whole oh the fucking eighties were great. It's all fucking music and billowy white fucking um, <laughs> curtains. It's brilliant. Buy big shirts on women. <laughs> so, but believe me, I if you want to know anything you need to know about the eighties, watch that in America. That's what you do. Mm. Um. Tom Cruise and Val Kilmer just eyeballing the fuck out of each other. Just, just, just get over and fuck. Just, it's, just get it's just like, each other's They're just looking at each other like, who's better? I'm better. Oh, Are you? Aye. Just all the eyes. Just, 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 I'm sure the guys at the front of the class going, boys, I'll try to tell you something here. Like, <laughs> I mean, the, the fact that you've even noticed that, but I'm surprised you haven't picked up on the fact that they're watching missiles getting fired, long, hard things. One turns out the other and just goes, this kind of stuff gives me a hard on. Like, fuck! And he's like, kids, fuck! And that is, like, there's that guy, like, uh, Hollywood, and they're just crying wood, and he's like, mm. man, I'm getting hard on. He's like, don't tease me. I know. He's like, like, Jesus <laughs> Christ, just, like, I'm waiting for, like, a sprinkler system of baby oil just to coat <laughs> them, and then just chaos. Hey, that comes later. We need to get, need to, get to a beach for that, though. Aye. Oh, uh, um, like, when we get karaoke crews, like, obviously, he... he he sees his woman, like he zones in on her, mm. gets all the boys to do a wee karaoke song with him. Like he's just a dorky romantic. He is, he is at heart, and it's kind of like it must be his, his one move that he's got that he thinks always works. And he's he's picked up, he's just picked the wrong woman at the wrong time because mm-hmm. she just blows him out, and it's like, oh my freck, you know that, <laughs> but again, it just sort of he's got the whole like, oh, I like a challenge and. It's just his face is superb when she rolls up at the first or the second day of Top Gun. He's like, oh shit. <laughs> but like, it's, it's it's cheeky because like they talk about the capability of the the, the jets they fly and there's well, I managed to do this over like a meg and there's like, wait, how did you manage to do that? Classified? Aye, that's that's good. Like he's, he's clearly he's playing a good game of cat and mouse for. Aye. Um, but if you what I kind of felt watching it again. Um, after having seen it so many times, um, is the dialogue between the opposite sexes is so stilted, it's ridiculous. It, there's something so unnatural about him speaking to her in the, in the bar and stuff when they're in front of class and when he goes right to her house, oh, I'm really sweaty, can I get a shower? <laughs> um, compared to the, the way that the guys are speaking to each other where it's like, ah, oh, stuff gives me a hard-on, Playing with the boys. Uh, just and so confident. Or like, it should just be like a pack of dogs shagging each other. Basically. And then when there's women, it's like... Hmm. I, I really like her. <laughs> um, but, it, I mean, looking at what they're talking about, there, like I've kind of written down trying to be humorous. Like, the Mig is just a metaphor for Maverick's peaky. She <laughs> always gets what she wants. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> it's like, oh, shit. I'm just wondering how many uh, like people were... Under the pressure, like under peer pressure of like, if you want to be a fighter, like pilot, you have to take up volleyball. 
like, <laughs> really? Does it glorify volleyball? <laughs> I know people was like, they don't want to do this movie because it glorifies war, but... Like, <laughs> <laughs> well, there, there is, I suppose, that, but then if you're, if you're stacked like Rick Rosevich is, um, and clearly, like, Tom Cruise wasn't in that bad shape, um, they're just going to be like, oh, I'm just going to get the oil uh, The fucking ball keeps going past them all because they're too busy doing bodybuilder poses. Like, like, it's like, lads, we're trying to have a game <clears> here. <throat> Go on. I mean, if this isn't in every single gay man's DVD or Blu-ray collection... I think you need to hand your gay card in right there. <laughs> just go and say, I don't like dicks in my mouth. Put it back and just go and watch someone else. Because that is, it's just so homoerotic. It fucking hurts. In a good way. <laughs> <laughs> and um, that's it. Like, when we finally, like, the. The take my breath away. What? Berlin? Like, yes. When yeah. that finally starts, like. I'm pretty sure that plays for at least half an hour looped. Oh, aye. That's, that's all that plays in, in his head. But as soon as he <laughs> crosses her threshold, not in that way, but as soon as he crosses the threshold, threshold in our house, mm-hmm. it is like, take my breath away. Ah, oh, this is amazing. Because, <laughs> I mean, when you, when you look at her, though, um, it's not that you really see that as much now, but she's so fucking sexually aggressive. It's like, you just... I've had a wee bit of banter where you flirted with you and like, oh, but you're flying with crackers, you numpty. Oh, I'm sorry, I can't hear you. I'm revving bike. Uh-huh. So he just runs away and then like she hightails it after him but she's like, I don't even want people to think in the class that we're totally into each other. And then she just fesses up, like chases him down, almost causes a four-car pile-up just uh-huh. to say, I just don't want anyone to know I've fallen for you. And, and he's uh-huh. like, it's like, you think I'm wild? <laughs> <laughs> You crazy lady, <laughs> stop it! And it's like a, a toe curlingly bad. It's good. Oh, like man. He's not meant for women. <laughs> he isn't. He's meant to have sex with either a jet or another man. As that's how it works. A man on a jet. Oh man, it just <laughs> balls would explode. Just sliding across the cockpit, just on the glass. <laughs> <laughs> with Berlin playing in the background. Val <laughs> Kilmer standing at the wing chewing ice. So that just. Looking over his mirror, aviators going, giving him the sly note of approval. He's been dangerous. Putting money to, I'm next. <laughs> he just goes up to him, and goes, "You're just too dangerous." And they kiss. We should, we should write a Top Gun too. How many people have written Top Gun like fucking fan fiction? Oh my god! Oh my god! <laughs> there, there will be chapters of Reddit. <laughs> I'm not. You, you've, you've. You caught, you're going to bring down the thunder. No, you can't because my fucking iPad's died. There you shit. go. I, we we're safe, listeners. Oh, I mean, I, uh, what about Meg Ryan? She looks 15. Or do they just try not so to have... in this, like... Mm-hmm. And it's just weird because, like, seeing actresses at that young age before, like, they've kind of tried uh, the upkeep of their looks in later films and it's like... She was, more catch she was a woman once. She was, and, and, and not a bad looking woman either, but it just she kind of falls in line with that whole sexually aggressive female, which I don't know. I'd need to watch other eighties films to see if I could if I could spot that. But her and um, did John Hughes films kind of have that element? Like I'm, I'm not up to date with mm, any of his work really. Maybe, but like, did Breakfast Club have more dominant really. female characters? Mm, no, no. There was weird science. Um, I would definitely say mm. Kelly Brock is in the driving seat. Um, not even Ferris Bueller. No, not really. 
Uh, but, um, I, I won't. I won't keep banging on about eighties films. Sorry. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, following it up with ah yes, I I made the note. Obviously, they do get to like the classic eighties love making scene where, where it was love making, yeah, mood yeah. lighting, uh, hand scratching across backs, and just shoulder blades in the shot. Um, to me, Stuart, this I don't know. It just that transported me back to being eight again, and it's like. I've written down here that it's, it's so toe-curlingly bad it feels like I'm watching it with my parents but I'm not you know like when you had to like sit and watch some of me and mum and dad in the room and they're like oh god they're, they're going it's that scene there like, like I think we've all probably sat and watched Braveheart in front of our parents and then it's like boobs start coming out or they're having sex in the pond and like uh, and you just like, I'm just like a TV I was guide watching for this it bit. on my own and I was like I wanted the word like the fucking fort open up and swallow me I'm like oh my god my mum and dad aren't even here but I still feel uneasy watching this aye so I just kind of it still got me Um notice that Maverick's a dirty fucking racist doesn't like black co-pilots does he dickhead <laughs> Um it's just fucking all the quotes like you've said several of them but it's like feel the need the need for speed exactly like the farmer's like, so this is where all these quotes come from. Like, <laughs> these have been used in so many films. Like, have, like, the the origin like, points. Yes, that, that, I, think, I don't know if they're all like naval terms or whatever. They do sit quite, sound quite jingoistic Ameri- like USA, USA kind Aye. of American military kind of things. So I wouldn't put it past Tony Scott to have... Cause I think is Jerry Bruckheimer not involved in this as His well? His name does appear in the credits. Um, so I think with him probably being... Who did... It's Michael Bay. Michael Bay, Bruckheimer, they've done stuff. So he's probably quite in the military and they've... Mm. Like, what happened with Bruckheimer and Transformers, they've probably got, like, quite unreal access to seeing what actually happens. Yeah. Uh, and what could... The cynical side of me just thinks, well, this is a recruitment film. <laughs> <clears throat> Look how ace it is. You get to sing at girls and bars, you just get pussy. You don't get pussy, you get penis. <laughs> you play volleyball. <laughs> <laughs> And the, all the controversy of gays in the military, really. I know. Like, with that, could you fucking blame them? I know. Um, I've just got a note here saying, quick flight, cue everyone ta- like standing around in hand towels. Like, well, oh, yeah. like some of them are in bath towels, some of them are in hand towels. Like, come on, boys. Did, there, I'm sure there's bigger towels. Like, no, this one's just... Just, yeah, it's just right. <laughs> just It's got the high enough slit up my thigh to make me look good. For some reason, like, Obviously, this was a changing room scene, but for a second there, it replayed in my memory that they were standing in like an elevator, like in a lift, just wearing hand towels. <laughs> like, no, that's a different scene. Well, you got the mix up. He does kind of have a wee moment with um, Kelly McGillis at one mm-hmm. point. All right. <laughs> oh, I can't talk to you. Right, the doors are closed. I'm not sweaty again. <laughs> like, oh, fuck me. I see uh, the amount of like, water that must have been sprayed onto Tom Cruise for this film. A quarter of the budget. Exactly. All he does is like, Fly, make quips and sweat. <laughs> That's what it does for this film. Um, but I mean, looking at the other cast and stuff, like Val Kilmer's fucking sublime in this. Mm-hmm. He's so good. That's it. like I reckon if he's done, like what else could he have like done since then? Like I have known him for like three films, like The Saints, because it was on Sky Movies every weekend, and <laughs> like obviously Batman Forever. Mm-hmm. <laughs> kiss kiss bang bang never caught that amazing uh, I've never seen the Doors film actually Overstone's no. Doors uh, oh man 
if you look at if you put his name into Netflix now, it just brings up like twelve movies for him and Cuba Gooding Jr. in horrible like action yeah stuff. One Star Wonders. There's just dozens of them. I think he he did kind of he star rose uh, for a while. He was um, oh man, he's in Willow. He was in yeah. that. Yeah, uh, man, fucking Valkyrie. There's a guilty pleasure of uh, what's it called? MacGruber, the Saturday Night Live skit turn mm. movie where it's uh, Will Forte, Kristen Wiig, and Val Kilmer is the villain. Right, uh, something like Darren Von Cunt. But it's just cunt spelt with a like a silent H in the word cunt. Right. So there's just so many cunt jokes just so they could use his name in any context. But it's just like Chubby Val Kilmer with a ponytail. Ah, he seems to have kinda he's ballooned, shall ah. you say. Easily. But I'm oh man, that's so bad that I can hardly think of any other Val Kilmer films. That's really shit. Mm, he has done plenty. Yeah. But nowadays it's just like no done really no I think it, he had a bit of a reputation has been very hard to work with from what I can right. remember so maybe he's just that's gotten to the point where he's bit him in the arse aye he's booted him right in the box I did like uh, Maverick's mind games he plays with Iceman in the sense that he never calls him Iceman it's always uh, get him fucking wee jip he's like what do you think Krasinski he's like everyone calls me Iceman just call me Iceman no Krasinski he's <laughs> like just like you're not cool enough, like, <laughs> and that's like, um, it's not until the end where like they're still trying to do those quips that like, you could be my wingman. It's like, no, you could be my my wingman anytime. Okay. It's like I'm the power top, you're the bottom. Constantly, <laughs> like, <laughs> like it would just be a wrestling match of them trying to get holds onto each other's backs. Like, no, I'm on top. No, right. trying I, to get the top bunk. <laughs> <laughs> well, it kind of you see it forming. When I think like Maverick is just kind of the more arrogant of the two, uh, and Iceman is just like he flies like he's got ice in his veins. Boom. Never makes a mistake. I thought just, just the way he was like crunching ice out of a tumbler. He's got a thing to be pregnant, mate. No, no, it's just come Iceman. <laughs> They're killing me. Um, so he kind of he kind of fires the first shot because mm. he clearly feels threatened by our Pete. Um, but I just it's a great they're kind of great wee foils against each other mm-hmm. they're just fucking fantastic just sniping at each other all the time but it, when it counts um, even like all the Mavericks like giving him like the cold shoulder he's just like I'm getting sorry about Goose and it, it does sort of show you that as healthy competition there's nothing Aye. there's no malice in it it's just like that's how these guys live life at full throttle Holy <laughs> shit but speaking on that goose moment, like I should have realised when like he's there with Meg Ryan and the kids and sitting playing the piano, I was like they're just having too good a time. And the very next shot, like when they're having to eject, and it's the sound of like a fucking watermelon getting melted by a brick as his head hits. That's <laughs> not very nice. Like. I was like, ah, oh, goose. Did you say? No. <laughs> did you drop down in front of your TV on your knees like? I just yeah. just threw my newborn off my lap, going, "Why? <laughs> Why is <No>. mine?" <laughs> um, but there's also like the whole kind of second story of, "God, oh, I didn't really kill my dad. I just wanted to be a pilot because of my dad." And then like Tom scared it, he's like, "Ah, can't his dad? He wants to be a pilot because he's dad, mm. but I can stuff. You want to kill some wee bit about the story? It's like that'll mm. come out eventually, and then Aye. we can just shake his demons off." <laughs> 
Just let him ride a bit on his bike for a wee while. Aye, just watching planes come into land and yeah, it'd be a bit windy and he's here, he'd, he'd be fine. Have a wee chat with him. Kind of like, what am I about to tell you I could get fired for? Pish. But <laughs> anyway. Um, what do you mean a ship's lost comms and has wandered into enemy territory? Well. Let me have a shower and I'll be there, boys. Aye, I just need to, I'm sweating, man. <laughs> I'm working out again because I'm just so angsty. <laughs> but again, it, it's. Just thinking about it, they've kind of got like decent role models for females in there as well. I mean, Kelly McGillis is kind of like the, the career woman. It's like, hey, by the way, I'll ban you, but you see, as soon as you get that job, catch you. <laughs> but then it kind of goes totally against that when she's like, came running back for you, Pete. I love you. <laughs> so, I thought you were all gay. I know. That's why I was giving you such a hard time. <laughs> <laughs> when you came in, it was a test and you failed because you just came for a shower and then fucked up. <laughs> Made your dinner and you pissed off your dick. It's just when he's all sitting talking about hard on, just I thought, I just a big circle. <laughs> this is the Top Gun. <laughs> <laughs> top Gun is basically about measuring something else. <laughs> um, but like when it comes to like Tony Scott's credit of being a director in this, like there is just some nice little touches to like the the camera work that works superb. Like the thought of just putting a camera on like the tail of the plane as it takes off. Ah. And just seeing just the camera just fucking pull out and like fucking fly off with the plane. It's just mm. excellent little touches that makes it like this really great notes for like an action movie. Yeah. Like just like I guess it's just an exciting little element they've added rather than just watching it just fly off. Ah, the, the aerial photography in this is fantastic. Fair mm. enough there's a lot of moral work in it and things like that, but um I think that was one of the reasons maybe why it was so popular is that the the hadn't the hadn't been done to that level before, aye. Um, but some of the it is it's very still to this day really really exhilarating. Yes, I would say because that was it. Like I stopped taking notes because it just like this is the action part of the film now. Mm. Like we've got past all that sexual tension. Now it's like the action piece, and like I'm, I'm guessing like there wasn't trucks. There wasn't uh, maybe afterwards. There's Top Gun clone movies, maybe um, not in a boatload because they, these have probably been a very expensive type of film to produce. Definitely, like they're playing with some expensive toys. Mm. Uh, it's not like fucking like handguns and rocket launchers. Like these are fucking like jets and like. Uh, so the fact that you were kind of getting to see something you don't see that often, I think people would compare it to one of Clint Eastwood's like Firefox. Was that ah? Um, that kind of. Mm. It was mo- mo- mainly about the jet. It definitely had like a Cold War theme to it. Aye. Which kind of, you've got like the nasty MiGs, but hey, the MiGs are just far superior. The MiGs are far superior. It's all about the pilots that make it better and the plucky underdog mm-hmm. in this film. But I know that, <clears throat> I think in Firefox, the, the Russians had Firefox and had to go and had to steal it and bring it back and it's amazing. <laughs> so it's all just kind of Cold War. Like I said before, jingoistic. USA, USA, we're the best, USA. And that's kind of another just a bit of propaganda, really, from Mr. Propaganda Tony Scott. Mm. Uh, but overall, I was surprised that this was more of a romance-driven mm. film than, like, action. Like, because I guess, like, you've known that for years from Unit, but, like, when you're just looking at it from the outside, like, just seeing the poster art and things like that, I was like, You'd think it'd be ninety percent about the flying, mm. and there's just this throwaway like romantic subplot 
but I was actually surprised it lays quite heavy on oh totally I mean forbidden relationship just because it's a woman and not a guy like, that's <laughs> the forbidden fruit like, um, it's certainly a, had to appeal to the female audience I think they kind of got the males in with the with the jets and stuff and the military aye, hardware and, and like, here's like half a dozen men mm-hmm. in sh- like jean shorts yep and they're fucking military whites looking mint at that's for the ladies or maybe for the men who knows but the, <laughs> the jets are there for the men maybe for the women I don't know um, but uh, it certainly it strikes a great balance to to keep both the men and women happy and it was probably I don't even want to know how many people got laid when they rented this film out with a, <laughs> with a, with a prospective partner as soon as like fucking Berlin hits that was it I kind of show a bit plastic on the couch. <laughs> uh, just uh, also just to kind of round up if we're kind of nearly yeah. finishing. Iceman, he is Top Gun. Mm. That's it. It's fact. There you go. Ruined it for you. Top Gun. Rename it Iceman because he's fucking meant it. But then you've got to ask how many times does Tim Robbins say Maverick in this fucking film? Maverick, <laughs> Maverick, Maverick, Maverick. Oh, aye, we should <sighs> also know. Aye. Tim Robbins is yeah. in this film. <laughs> he's a fucking loose cannon, but as he just Maverick, he's just total panicking all the time to the point where Maverick's like going shut the fuck up. Aye. I'm going to look at these dog tags and think about Goose, who kind of was a wee bit raj, but kept his mouth shut. Uh, exactly. You knew when to shut his puffs. Aye, then the symbolic sealer Goose. It, it just it says um, you've got this amazing wee bit at the end where Tom Skerritt is. He's, he's almost like he's lit, like he's some kind of like nineteen thirties fucking female, like oh, oh, looking up at like um, Maverick at the time goes, you you're a great pilot, but you've got to get rid of your fucking baggage, you dick. And yeah. it's like it's just I don't know if it was actually it's like a two shot, but it looks like his side was shot in a studio, and then it cuts to like um, Tom Cruise outside going, just not uh, okay, um, and it's almost like he just. Oh, I just had to prove to my dad that it was good. And, oh, my dad, my dad's a failure. So I'll let it go. And then he lets it go and he becomes a... He saves, he saves my fucking Iceman. <laughs> so then he's by default doctor. But doesn't get the honour. Doesn't have his name on that plaque. <laughs> yeah, Iceman does. Right, so let's put a bow on this one. Okay. Uh, and have a look at some trivia. I've got a couple of notes I've pinched from the Internet Movie Database. Eh... Uh, the elevator scene where Maverick and Charlie meet after Mav's workout, one of many, <laughs> um, was filmed post-production. Kelly McGillis' hair had already been coloured for another movie role, hence the reason why she was wearing a cap mm. for that scene. And uh, Tom Cruise's hair did look different in that shot as well, we've been led to believe. Um, I can't, can't really remember. Ah, we were just wet, he was covered in sweat. Exactly. Uh, during some of the filming sequences from the civilian, civilian aircraft, long-time Hollywood stunt pilot Art Skoll was killed. Uh, the biplane was flying, crashed in the Pacific Ocean, and the film was dedicated in his memory. Okay. I, I'm guessing that was at the very end of the credits, because there there wasn't an immediate like, uh, name and There wasn't anything at the year. start for someone... Or yeah, so that, that didn't come across as obvious, so it was quite interesting when I came across that hmm. towards the end of the trivia page. Um, now, the fucking... Who could have been in this movie moment? Ooh. Matthew Modine turned down uh, the Tom Cruise role because he objected to the film's Cold War pub- like 
politics. Uh. Here is a list of the people that also shared that view. Patrick Swayze said no. Oh. Emilio Estevez. <laughs> Nicholas Cage. John Cusack. Matthew Broderick. Holy shit. Need like a yellow pages for his seat. <laughs> uh, Sean Penn. Oh, that's kind of obvious. Michael J. Fox. Oh, no, Mikey, no. <laughs> and Tom Hanks. Jeez, oh. Uh, they all turned down the role. Uh, and here's a list of the people they did consider but never bothered with. You'll be glad. Charlie Sheen. That would work. That'd be like the snake eating its own tail. Like If he went on to make hot shots after it. Oh, man, that'd be amazing. Uh, Jim Carrey. Fucking absolutely no name at the time. That would have been a strange one. Rob Lowe. Oh, Rob Lowe. Fuck yes, young boy. Kevin Bacon. Oh, yes. Surprised <laughs> he wasn't in this at all. <laughs> Eric Stoltz. And Robert Downey Jr. Man, on the internet, we're going mad right now. Oh, when did get cast? He's Iron Man to make Because he had a bit of a troubled past, there you go. So that was the coulda beans of Top Gun. Now we scroll the page down to box office and budget. It's made all the money. Of they course made all the money. <laughs> How much do you think it costs to make? Right. Um, we're in the 80s. 80s. 75 mil? Knock 60 off that. <laughs> You're joking. 15 million dollar. 15 million. Holy shit. That's... That, that, well, that is if we believe the internet in I what suppose. it tells us. So, like, for somebody, it's like, I'm, there's a trivia note where uh, Tony Scott wrote $25,000 just so he could get a jet for a certain shot. <laughs> like, so that like that's a chunkier budget uh. throwing that out. So like it could have been like you might have had some leeway with studio. I reckon if he was a big hit at the time, Top Gun. Well, Tony Scott before Top Gun. I don't think so. So like I think it was just a music videos like, and stuff. Mm, possibly. Uh, so all the money it made worldwide. How much? Oh, just all of them. All of the monies. Um... Probably like three hundred mil. That pretty close, three hundred fifty-six. Fucking hell! Because this, this was massive on home video. Aye, and fucking raj on home video. So I for a fifteen million getting a not a bad fifty-six. Aye, yeah, probably like aye, free range. Go do what you want, Tony. Pretty much aye. Um, awards won one Oscar, and it won nine other awards. The Oscar, <laughs> right. Sound editing. So, <laughs> that is one ten awards. Mm-hmm. Five of those are for the best soundtrack. Yes. Um, so that means it won an Oscar, a Golden Globe, and a Brit Award for "Take My Breath Away." Holy shit! <laughs> I want I want to watch the YouTube footage of like who was giving out the Brit Award <laughs> for Top Gun. Oh man, I, I just remember that being everywhere. That was what a my first kind of televisual memories is like that fucking video got played all the fucking time <laughs> anytime the chart show was on the issue was fucking standing in a disused in an airplane graveyard with a fucking big white flowy shit on mm. taking our breath away yes we fucking get it alright mixed in with shots for the fucking film he's like oh, he's all sad on his bike and that <laughs> fuck off uh, internet's reaction IMDB rated 8.10 no 8.10 8 out of 10, based on 312,000 votes. Good. Rotten Tomatoes, Trevor. 
I, I told you about this last week. Flat out hundreds. <laughs> <laughs> no. Um, this has to... 89. Fifty-four. Fuck this fucking shit. I'm fucking classified rotten. There you go. Oh, the book's Fuck gone. The fucking internet. Fuck this shit. Bullshit. <laughs> Fuck off. That no. You no. Can't, this lies. is your house, Trevor. You can't leave it. Oh, what? Fuck. Uh, shit. Like it is on the scale of it's got twenty-six positive reviews to twenty-two negative, but on their scale, anything below sixty is considered I'm rotten. rotten. Hmm. Their fucking opinions are rotten. Uh, audience. 84%. Yes. Right, so you could fucking be- restore my faith in humanity. All right, so yes. uh, let's listen to <sighs> some of the rotten quotes from the critics. There are no rotten quotes. La, la, la. Roger Ebert of <laughs> oh the Chicago Sun Times. <laughs> the dog Ebert. fights are the absolute best since Clint Eastwood's electrifying aerial scenes in Firefox. But look out for those scenes where the people talk to one another. I can see that. Uh, Felix Velasquez uh, from Cinema Crazed says you can't argue that it's a cool movie but Top Gun a good movie I'd definitely say hell no Top with her are you kidding me <laughs> and Robert Voss of Flipside Movie Emporium every time I see it I just want to smash Tom Cruise's smug arrogant face into the cockpit windshield Ugh, but he's supposed to fight pilots are like that not to rob no, smash that arrogant puss. <laughs> Every time you've seen it, smash it again. You've got to be, you've got to be that fucking arrogant and confident. You're going to be flying about in thirty million fucking Rob dollars. Rob wants to be stuff. a Top Gun. That's Aye, it. That's it. Right. He's just jealous. He just wants to be playing with the boys. Right. But he's, he's come on. He's been sat on the sidelines of that volleyball court for ages, going, "Fuck off, you." Wreck <laughs> about that. Way back Kenton. to the flip side movie Emporium. Oh, why don't you fuck off, geek. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Put your t-shirt back on. Ah, uh, you fucking skinny bitch. <laughs> Alright. Just rippling muscle everywhere. <laughs> okay, uh, five finger film punch. It's time for us to set the internet straight and tell it how many fingers would you give Top Gun? Fucking boom. Five. This is Just amazing. give it the whole fist. Give it the whole fist. I would buy this on Steelbook. Mm-hmm. There you go. If it came out in a sweet looking Steelbook. If it was just like a little fighter jet. <laughs> I, I wouldn't be so... Nah, because then you're like, shit, that doesn't fit my It's case. just... a. A goose dog tag. <laughs> um, maybe being a bit generous, but go on. We'll, we'll chuck a five at it just for because I've had such a laugh with like a lot of mates, like with dialogue for this film, mm-hmm. and it's just got good it, memories it's attached. Paid back. It is yeah. aye. Oh, it's, it's paid dividends out of mm-hmm. the banter that you have with your mates with this film. So yeah, um, I'm still. I would put it as a one watch wonder just now. Like, I'd imagine, like... No, sorry. sorry. <laughs> I, but this might just be the fence. I've seen it once. So, like, like I, I, I now know, like, it's kind of let up this grey area in my head of where, like, it's connected all these dots mm. from where all these fucking pop culture references have come from, oh. all these quotes, um, where all those gay parodies have came from. Exactly. It's now Shauna Torch. Top bum. Yeah. So... <laughs> So, next time we will be covering the action crime drama Man on Fire, starring Denzel Washington, Christopher Walken, Dakota Fanning, and our episode connection director, Tony Scott. (sighs) So, 
That'll be a good one because I have not seen it. So it will be another fresh thought on who's, Man of who's, Fire. Who's going to be? Who's going to be guessing with you? It should hopefully be the return of. Fucking hell! Is he coming back? The easiest of A's. Oh, the easiest of A's. The saddest of Hulks. <laughs> <laughs> I was hoping the, to try and get the sad Hulk music the, playing from a bomb. Andy Walker. Mm-hmm. Man, I've forgotten. Like his catchphrase, the fucking the Hulk. no care and heart wearing always swim. Yep, that's it. You've done fucking that. I'll go have to warm up for next week. Uh, until then, you can have a wee deeks at our website, filmsandswearing.com. Uh, this week, you should see reviews of Return to Sender. Starring Gone Girl Rosemond Pike in a rape revenge tale. Nice. And a Retaliation, the Arrow video release of a violent 60s Yakuza movie. Nice. So, yeah, those reviews will be online by then. Fingers crossed. Uh, till then, facebook.com forward slash films and swearing, just so you can like us. And I can tell you what films are on film for that week. Nice. And Facebook and. Instagram, because I'll not be posting any pictures, but <laughs> follow us anyway. And follow me on Twitter, because it's better than all the bots that follow me. FAS oh. Podcast. MassMovieSageUK.com, get us on iTunes, Stitcher, mm-hmm. YouTube. Um, just just search MassMovieSageUK. For show. I love you, Smith. This is, I'm not cheating on you. I'm not fun <laughs> cheating. Well, this has been clarified. <laughs> It'd be an episode we did clarify this was the better half. That's real rude. That's so rude. That's a callback. That's, a, that's oh, not a dick. That's a okay, callback. That's a callback. Okay. Uh, I don't think he even listens. I still love you. <laughs> <laughs> right, Trevor. Time to end the episode. Obviously, I could tell you to go fuck off, but you could end it with an appropriate Top Gun quote. Um, let me see now. Uh, what can I say to you? Um, that's right, Stuart, man. I'm dangerous and you can fuck off. Yes. <laughs> That's it. Sorted. Yeah. Right. Use and all can else listen then. Fuck off. Swear bombs. Fuck fuck chef. Get the swearing quota done. Round one. Oh, sea bombs and everything. Oh. Jobbies. <laughs> 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 <laughs>